This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Pinyard, head coach at This Naked Mind, and I am back with another edition of Coaching Questions. Here we are. Uh, it's the holidays, right? It's it's a time of year that is both uh, fun and exciting and can also be extremely stressful. Um, and we get a ton of questions about navigating the holidays uh, while keeping alcohol small and irrelevant. Um, you know, lots of questions about how to deal with family gatherings and office gatherings and all the stuff that happens this time of year. And lots of other questions about how to deal with feelings of loneliness or feelings of of disconnectedness during this season. Um, so I've chosen three questions from the long list of questions uh, that we have about this that I think covers the entire gambit. So I'm going to dive right into those questions now. Question number one goes like this. Hi, I'm usually so happy about the holidays, but this year seems daunting. Ever since I started working on being alcohol-free, I've really had a hard time with dealing with get-togethers. My family drinks, and I used to drink to deal with being with them. What can I do to keep my alcohol-free desires but still engage with them while we're together? Um, That's a fantastic question. Look, there's no doubt about it, right? Family holiday gatherings are fun and can be stressful, right? Uh, There's all types of reasons why people, uh, you know, have a difficulty with these gatherings, whether it being the logistics or a small space with a lot of people or differing opinions or, you know, intergenerational, how do we do this? How do we do that? There's always stress that comes with these. Um, And it can be overwhelming, right? And for a lot of us, for a long time, we use alcohol to cope with that, right? We use alcohol because we're stressed out because we don't like um, whatever. We don't like the 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 way that the din- the meals being prepared and instead of fighting about it we say you know what that's my mom I'll just have a drink I'll calm down it'll be fine right and so uh, it sounds like this year you're going alcohol free and that means that that is not going to be a resource available to you um, so the question is you know what do I do how do I get through this um, so a couple of tips on this uh, the really good things to take in mind keep in mind so first and foremost Give yourself permission to take care of yourself. One of the things that happens all the time with the holidays is we run around like crazy and we run around in preparing, we run around and getting gifts, we run around for wrapping and cooking and make sure the house is clean and doing this and doing that. And we run ourselves ragged because we're doing that on top of our already busy schedules. Um, And very often what happens is we put ourselves last. Um, What I'm suggesting to you is to put yourself, instead of putting yourself last, put yourself first. And here's why. Um, You know, we, a lot of us take pride in showing up for the holidays and really, you know, having fantastic gifts and having a good time and enjoying that family time with the decorations and, you know, the tree and and all of it. Um, But the fact is we can't provide the best of us unless we're allowing ourselves to be our best. So in other words, we can't show up to really give this amazing experience unless we're taking care of ourselves first, because it's when we do that, that we're able to show up in the best way possible for our family. So what does that mean practically? Here's what it means practically. Ask yourself the question while you're there and while you're getting ready, what do I need right now? Right? Do I need a nap? Do I need a meal? 
Do I need a hug, right? What is it that I need? And this is especially true when you start to feel the urge for alcohol to come on. Um, again, one of the things that we used alcohol for for a long time was avoiding difficulties, right? Avoiding difficult situations, avoiding difficult uh, difficult discussions. Um, and so now that we don't have that, we need to figure out how to handle those things. But again, you're gonna be able to show up and handle those things so much better if you're taking care of yourself first. Um, so ask yourself that question on a regular basis while you're getting ready and while you're in the middle of your visit, what do I really need right now? Um, and then give yourself that thing. I know this sounds very, very simple and maybe overly so, um, but the fact of it is, uh, you know, we don't always do a good job about this. Um, so that's tip number one. Tip number two, is take time to reflect on what's happening while you're going through it. Um, again, one of the things that happens so awesome, often is we're thinking about the next thing. So like, oh, I gotta get dinner ready so that we can open presents on time so that the kids can go to bed so that we can get up early tomorrow, right? There's all these lists, there's all this sort of driving activity and we sometimes completely fail to pay attention to what's actually happening. Um, and yes, it's true especially you know for the adults um, we do have to focus on these things someone's got to cook dinner someone's got to get things moving that's absolutely true so while you may not be able to focus on it in real time all the time take some time at the end of your day to go and look back over what happened um, the holidays are a really great time because we are all together and yes it can be stressful but it can also be magical and so spend time at the end of the day to look back and maybe if you journal write down some of the things that happen that you want to remember. By doing this and by focusing on the positive things that are happening, you're gonna shift your mindset. So as opposed to, I cannot believe she said that, or I can't believe that whatever, right? Uh, in, as opposed to that sort of thinking, you'll be you know focusing on, man, this was really cool that my grandfather and my grandson got to get together, right? Um, whatever that might be for you. Uh, so that's tip number two. And tip number three um, is remember that this doesn't last forever. Uh, and I mean that in a couple of different ways. First of all, if it is stressful for you, it's only going to be a few days. And that's okay, right? So give yourself the space and say, you know what, I gotta get through Wednesday and I'm gonna be fine. So yes, it's gonna be hectic. Yes, I'm gonna be running around, um, but I can, you know, I can do this. Um, the other way that I mean that is remember that, you know, our families aren't around forever, right? Um, you know, things change, kids grow up, um, they start families of their own and holiday traditions morph over time. So no matter where you are in that process, whether you're staying home with your young kids or your, you know, the, the grandparents that are waiting for the grandkids to show up or the in-laws, whatever it is, um, recognize that each of the times that this happens is a special time um, and it's not going to be that way forever. So again, keeping that in mind and keeping in mind, you know what, I want to connect and enjoy with these other humans. Humans, um, can really help as you go through the holidays visit. So I hope those three tips help. There's a lot of people you can reach out to um, if you do want support or want to talk to someone about it. If you're in one of our programs, you can obviously reach out on the program pages or you can join the This Naked Mind Facebook page or the Facebook group. Um, and there'll be a lot of people having this, all types of discussions about this during the holidays. So I hope that's, uh, I hope that's helpful. Question number two, holidays are hard for me. 
There's a lot of good cheer and happiness going around, but it just leaves me feeling isolated. I live alone, and it's been a long time since I've had a family meal at any holiday, so when I see others who are enjoying it all, I just want a drink to escape the fact that I can't do the same. How do people navigate this alcohol-free? Um, man, that's a great question. And yeah, it's no no doubt that holidays on our own can uh, feel isolating. Um, it can feel like everybody in the world is getting together with family except for me. Um, and it is a time where, you know, the focus on that isolation is kind of heightened um, because of the joy and the celebration that's going on. If you're feeling low, you feel, you know, you feel alone, right? You feel like you're separate. So a couple of things that you can do uh, to work on this. Um, first of all, uh, find a way to reach out, um, whether that be to friends, and maybe it wouldn't be that you go to Christmas dinner with them uh, if you're not that close, but maybe you can get together outside of that. Um, maybe there's an opportunity to volunteer in your neighborhood. Um, I know particularly around the holidays, a lot of people turn to this as a way to help out their community and give back. Um, if you do not have a Christmas dinner to prepare or or people expecting you to come over, um, then you really have an incredible opportunity to give back in that way and to be around people. Um, there are all types of opportunities for volunteering, um, places like homeless shelters and soup kitchens and other things where you can be around other people. You can share in that holiday spirit and give back. Um, and it's it's a it's a fantastic experience, you know, if you're if you're able to get in and experience that. Um, but whether it's volunteering or reaching out to friends and neighbors or community groups, um, try to get involved to some extent. Um, yeah, maybe it's not this uh, huge family gathering that you're seeing people post on Facebook, um, but it is something. And if you can find people to connect with, you will feel better. Um, next. Make time for yourself, right? And I know I said this in the last uh, in the last answer, but it's absolutely true. You know, we need to give ourselves gifts at ho at holidays as well. Um, so make time for yourself uh, in whatever way that means, right? Um, if there is something that you've been wanting to do or a place you want to go, maybe the holidays is a great time to do it, right? If there is a new skill you wanted to learn or something you've been thinking about for a while, um, give yourself that gift. Right. And in doing this over the holidays, what you're going to do is you're going to get yourself busy and get out of this. I'm so lonely headspace. Um, so get engaged with something else. Um, one thing that I see a lot of people do is they just end up sitting around. Uh, on on these holidays and it's hard on them and of course it is because they're they're sitting there focusing on what they don't have um, so get yourself something new do something new um, I've had clients that travel over the holidays um, I guess especially like vacation type places you can get really good deals and you know it's not that crowded uh, so you know spend that time for you Give yourself something special. Um, and then finally, um, no matter what you end up doing, whether it's vacationing or traveling or whatever it looks like for you, um, make a plan. And here's what I mean when I say make a plan. Um, a lot of times people kind of dread, you know, if, if Christmas is your thing, um, people dread Christmas Day. They think, oh man, this is going to happen and I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to be lonely and I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be sad and they just don't think about what that day is going to be and then the day shows up and guess what? 
They're lonely, angry, and sad. So don't let that happen to you. Actually plan out your day, right? Figure out what you're going to do when you wake up. Are you going to go somewhere? Are you going to call someone? Are you going to watch a movie, right? No matter what that looks like, have a plan and follow it. The reason that this is important is you can think about it ahead of time and set out a series of events that help you engage better with yourself and feel better as the day goes on. So no matter what it is, again, like if you're volunteering or if you're uh, on vacation, it doesn't matter. Um, And even if that plan, by the way, is, hey, I'm on vacation, I'm going to go to the beach at 10 a.m. and I'm going to read an entire book and then I'm going to go back to my hotel room. Whatever that looks like, have that plan there think it out um, and and execute it. Um, nothing feels as good as saying, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and then actually doing those things. So even if you are alone, even if you do wish you had other people around you or haven't been able to find a place to connect with people, um, at least having that plan in place and working through it um, is going to help you feel better. Um, so there's a couple tips for you. I hope that's that's helpful. Um, and you know, again, I would say for you as well, like please connect with us online. There are a lot of people in our Facebook group um, who will be having the same discussion. Um, and so it's a great way. And yes, it's not in person, but even that interaction with people on the internet can be uh, can be very very helpful um, in these in these times. So, uh, all right, question number three. Here it is: the holiday party at my office is in a week. I am known around the office as the wine snob. People always like to ask my opinion and I had a lot of them to share. So I just quit drinking. What do I tell them? Uh, What a great question. You know, it's so funny. um, And I'm gonna get to your answer in a second, but I get asked this question just about every day. Um, And I was in the same boat. You know, I, um, I was the drinking guy. Right, I was the guy that always instigated the drinking. I was the guy, but I also liked really good stuff. And so people would ask me about scotches and certain beers. And I had, just like you, a ton of opinions about it. Um, I remember one Christmas, just with like families and different Christmases, I had three Christmas uh, Christmas mornings. And um, at all three Christmas mornings, I got booze-related products. I got like a wine opening kit and I got like scotch, uh, what are they called? Whiskey stones. You know, those things you cool down and put in your drink instead of ice. Um, and I got I, I like a beer sampler. Um, like that was what people associated with me. And so, yeah, it was a little bit of an identity shift. Um, it was a little bit of something where um, I had to explain myself in one way or another. So the beauty of the answer to this question is there's literally no right answer. Um, You can do and say whatever you want. Um, So here's, uh, you know, here's a a couple ways. Uh, The way that I normally break it down um, is first, there's the direct way, right? There's just the way of saying something like, you know, alcohol wasn't serving me anymore. So I just quit, right? Or um, I, I, I didn't feel good when I drank anymore. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or whatever it is. So I'm just sticking to seltzer tonight, right? And so an answer like that, where you're not saying, yes, I have a problem and this is really difficult. Um, when you when you don't say something, uh, when you say something that's like that, kind of like, yeah, it wasn't for me anymore. You can just get the conversation to move on. Um, whereas if you really kind of focus on how difficult it's been, how hard it's been, um, people will ask a bunch of questions. Um, more on that in a moment. 
So that's one one option. The next option um, is to have an excuse, and maybe you have one. Um, at the time that I quit drinking, I was training training for a go ruck event, um, and so I, and I needed to lose weight. So that was the built in excuse. I remember my aunt and uncle came all the way out here to Maine from Minnesota, um, and we were going out to dinner. And again alcohol guy, right? Um, I hadn't told them anything and we sit down to dinner and I ordered myself a seltzer with lime uh, and they all kind of looked at me and they said, wait, what's going on? Are you drinking? Um, and I said, nope, I have this go ruck thing in a couple of months. Like I need to lose some weight, yada, yada, yada. That was it. Conversation just went right on. Um, so things like I'm losing weight or I'm training for something or I'm on medication or I'm not feeling that good. Um, those are opportunities for you to give an answer that will allow the conversation to continue um, if you don't feel like talking about it. And a lot of people early on don't want to talk about it. Um, again, back to the idea of like, oh man, I really, it was out of control and it was bad. Uh, if you want to have those conversations with close friends, that's fantastic. And I recommend it because um, that is a way to get support. But in a social setting, like a party, um, when you say something like that, what almost always happens is someone starts asking you question after question after question. Um, because of society's view of alcohol, um, we think that in order for someone to quit drinking, they have to hit some massive rock bottom, right? Like you have to, something bad should have happened. So if you say, man, I really like, I was drinking way too much and I found it really difficult to stop, you will invite people to say, oh, what happened? Like, tell me what really happened. Did you get a DUI? Did this happen? Did that happen? Um, and that can feel awkward in a party setting. Um, again, not a bad conversation to have with those close to you, but maybe not what you want to do at a party. Um, and then finally, you know, is humor. Humor is a great way when this question comes up to dissolve the tension and let the conversation continue to move forward. So uh, there've been several uh, you know, ways that I've done it. I remember I was out with a, a bunch of guy friends and they were like, dude, why are you not drinking a beer? Um, and I just looked right at the guy's beer gut and pointed at it and said, that's why. Um, maybe that's a little harsh for your crowd and that's totally fine. He found it funny. Um, but, you know, there's all types of things you can say that are humorous. Like, oh man, I have had more than my fair share uh, over the last year. Or, um, you know, I just don't know if I feel like pickling myself anymore. Um, neither of those were that funny. I'm sure you can come up with some that might be. Um, but humor is great um, because one of the things that happens when someone in a group announces, hey, I've quit drinking, is we effectively hold up a mirror to other people's drinking and it can make them uncomfortable. So if they've been thinking about it, if they've been worried about it, um, humor will help cut right through that. So whether you go in the sort of direct way of saying, you know what, this it just wasn't serving me, it wasn't for me, um, whether you go with the humor um, or whether you go with a reason, there's a couple of different ways um, that you can answer that question as you get it at the party. Remember, there's no right answer. It is completely up to you uh, what direction you want to go. Just know this. I see people come to me with this question over and over and over and they are so scared. They are worried. They are concerned that it's going to turn into some big dramatic event and it never does right? Um, we visualize this ahead of time and we think we're going to have to answer all these questions and it's going to be all awkward. And honestly, nine times out of 10, 
the question comes up, you answer the question, the conversation moves on. Um, so if you use one of those three methods I discussed and allow the conversation to move on, you'll be in a really good position to just enjoy your night out and not have to worry so much about this. Um, so I hope that's helpful. Um, all right, that was my last question. Uh, I hope everyone is having a fantastic holiday season, um, and I wish all of you the best uh, in the upcoming year. Uh, I will be back next month with another uh, series of coaching questions. Until then, take care. Hi, I'm so excited, you guys, because we are just about to start another live alcohol experiment. And if you do not know about the alcohol experiment, you need to literally drop everything right now and go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash LAE. That's LAE for live alcohol experiment. And here's the thing. This 30-day challenge is designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You know it's that version that's living the most joyful life, that version that doesn't need alcohol to relax, or have a good time and that version that's having more fun and is more peaceful than ever. Again, it's a 30-day challenge. It's live. It's starting on the first. So hurry up. Go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash LAD. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.